Hello and welcome back or welcome to my podcast. Uh, today I am recording in a different room so the, fa- the fan might sound <coughs> different and I want to say if like you f- just answer in the Q&A if you feel that uh what's the word oh that's the fan for background noise is not the best thing but anyways let's get on with the episode so today i'm going to start talking about the akela region so unlike the two regions i have talked about before this one i'm gonna do a sort of double region well more of i'm gonna talk about uh the north of central hyrule which is korok forest and the uh ruins that are originally completely dark in Breath of the Wild. So I'm gonna start with explaining some points of interest. So let's get to it. My first point of interest is the lab in in Akela that in Breath of the Wild used to be uh, Robbie's lab, and that lab has Yiga soldiers there. What you can do is you can check on them, and bam, uh, basically what happens is a few Yiga soldiers come out, and you fight. So, you win the fight, and you get some Yiga armor, which is always nice to see, and the next point of interest is near Korok Forest, I'm pretty sure, to the southwest, forgive me if I'm wrong, but basically, what you can do uh, is there is a certain cave there. If you enter it, you'll be greeted with pretty much the same thing. You'll be, you'll have to fight some Yiga guards and win. So that's always fun. So you may be wondering, how do you actually get to Korok Forest? Because it's surrounded in a bunch of fog and you cannot penetrate that fog. So I'm just gonna quickly talk about the Master Sword. You could say Cycle. I I would I would probably say Cycle. A lot of people would say Quest. So I'm gonna go by Quest. So basically, there is a Chasm to the southeast of the Lost Woods, 
Now, once you jump down there, all you need to do is travel to Lost Woods. Then there should be a a very, very thick trunk, tree trunk, and there should also be a light route. Now, what you want to do is you want to activate that light route, and then not too far away, there's an Ascend platform. So, once you go through the Ascend platform, you'll end up in the heart of the Lost Woods where the Deku Tree and multiple frozen Koroks are. The Koroks are completely frozen. Just completely frozen. And what you do is you can unlock the shrine that is to the left of the Deku Tree. And then if you go into the Deku Tree's uh, navel, navel, there is a chasm. You jump down that chasm and face, well, Phantom Hounds? What are they called? I can, uh, Gloom Swan. They're called Gloom Swan. You face a Gloom Swan, it spawns in a Phantom Ganon, you beat Phantom Ganon, Kabamo, Potato, Potato, so on, so on. And you win. Very nice. So some Koroks come down to congratulate you and thank you. So I recommend, like, using the uh, there are, are actually multiple ways you can get back up to the surface one is to travel to the light route you previously opened up or travel to the shrine you opened up or there's a platform which you can ascend on and then uh, by that platform there's a sort of carving which you can go in and then extend through and up. I'm pretty sure, like, to... It, you, it might uh, be the thing that allows you to get into the Deku Tree's mouth. Uh, and then... You, and then you can extend up again to get out of there. And bam, all you need to do is talk to the Deku Tree, and he gives you a location of the Light Dragon. And you need two rings of stamina to get the Master Sword. So all you need to do is get to, is find the Light Dragon, use your favorite flying machine. I, I would probably use a hover bike and just get up to the dragon. So now I'm gonna talk, I'm pretty sure it's called the Thorin. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's called the Thorin Ruins. I'm just gonna call them the ruins because I do not want to just continuously confuse people by calling them the Thorn Ruins. So, 
basically, there are four quests. One is using the Sage of Wind. One uses the Sage of Water. One uses the Sage of Fire. One uses the Sage of Lightning. So, there are... You could say... There are four places. So, one of the places is just over one of the four walls that... Like, of the room that you meet the uh, researcher in. And there's just, like, an owl or something. And basically, you just use Tulin's power. Then, what you do is... You just go ahead at the entrance. You can use Yonobo's power to uh, fire to uh, get the second thing, and then Sidon's power, there is a ring of statues on the edge of the place. I don't know specifically what edge, I am not sure, but one should be able to find it easily. And for Riju, I'm pretty sure it's just, uh, there is a long dragon that is on the edge of the island, like, actually on the edge, and it's apparently protecting the island from Death Mountain, so... If you're in the middle, then it'll be on... If you face Death Mountain and go straight to the edge, you should find it. Then, if you continue right, uh, you should find the head. I cannot remember if you're supposed to stripe the lightning in front of it, on it, or to the side of it. But surely from the things, like little quest icons you can figure that out yourselves and the reward for each one is the corresponding gemstone element uh five opals and three topaz rubies or sapphires and well the final prize is I think a diamond, but there's also the fierce DD sword. Um, in oh, what's the word? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just laying around in this cave thingy. So now there's. I'm gonna talk about the House of Bones. Sounds spooky. You want to have, I'd say, some decent, um, you want to have some decent armor, some decent weapons, but basically, you just need to defeat a Stalnox. There will be 
a few, and by a few I mean like 20 style enemies just lying around, style moblins, style goblins, style, style lizalfos. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing any of it wrong. Anyway, so basically, you fight them, you get Bigoron's sword. And there's also that little, that little just spiral, just a spiral of land, which is, wow, very coincidental. So in the middle of it, uh, there is a shrine. I, I actually can't remember if it's a shrine you, uh, have to get a stone and bring the stone to the shrine or if it's just an open and available shrine and you can go into it and blah 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 but in depths the very end uh there is a special prize uh i think it was oh just give me a sec Oh, I cannot remember. Oh, basically, you can find it out for yourselves. <laughs> Don't blame me. You can find it out for yourselves. Okay. Anyways, so I'm just going to continue. So there is the really useful, like really useful carry town because you can make your own personal house and it's kind of insane how you can make your own house I mean like once you have like 16k rupees actually no you need more than that like 30k rupees you're pretty much set I mean basically you just have to get what you want and if you're like oh i want to redesign it so it's as tall as possible then you can redesign it so it's as tall as possible and mine that i used to have before i restarted my save but anyways i think that might be all the landmarks oh except for the great fairy fountain uh, and it'd be, yeah, it's easy to find, but there's also the horse god fountain, uh, which is a little, say it's more southwest of the, uh, lab that Robbie used to be at, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I think that may be the end for this episode. Anyways, see you another day.